The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, August 20th edition, eight games slate on tap for you tonight. Hope everybody had a good Wednesday, and hopefully you avoided the Nats-Braves game, because that one was a doozy. We were all in on that one here yesterday in the Rotoballer article I wrote in the free Fantasy DGEN's Slack chat, and then when the last report came out about 10 minutes before lock. In the Slack chat, we pulled the pen. So we were glad we got away with that one. Usually we play pretty risky, so that one worked out well. Hopefully had a good night. Um, cash games have been just crushing lately, so that's been great. GPPs have been doing well also. So it's been a fun, fun go at it. We have an eight-game slate on tap for you tonight, and it's a pretty straightforward slate in my mind unless you want to get really cute. But um, you got some a couple ace pitchers. I'm just going to you know take the chalk probably there and then get with the bats and, and get weird a little bit. So – that's the approach I'll be taking tonight. We'll have to watch the weather and the smoke in California. There's two more California games. It's uh, The weather's supposed to be a little cooler today, so they might be able to work on the fire some more, hopefully, but it's been so smoky. They haven't been able to get in there too much, and they just keep growing and growing and growing. So they played last night in the Bay Area. They should be okay as the wind's been moving everything south, so into my neck of the woods. So we'll see how that keeps going. But uh, your totals on tonight's slate, we have the wonderful Indians at Pirates, total 7.5. Dodgers, Mariners, eight and a half. Brewers, Twins, eight and a half. Rangers, Padres, eight. Reds, Cardinals, eight. D-backs, A's, nine. And obviously that means we're missing two games. And that would be the wonderful Boston Red Sox, Baltimore Orioles, which should be through the roof. We will be playing a lot of that game. And that involves uh, Wojciechowski and Nate Eovaldi. And then we're also missing the Gigantes and the... Angels, which involves Kevin Gossman, and it looked like they made a pitching change last night. Now it's Jose Suarez going for the Angels. We'll have to keep an eye on that one as that has changed since last night's uh, slate, basically. So keep an eye on all that good stuff. But uh, let's get cracking. We'll keep this short and simple. Eight games here. You're pitching, and somehow on FanDuel, he's 12000 So they make you at least have to think about it. On DraftKings, Shane Bieber's only $10,600. And if you're playing cash and you're not playing Shane Bieber, don't play cash. Like, literally, do not play cash. He's too cheap. I don't care if he doesn't get it done tonight. He's just the most consistent thing on the face of the planet. 1-3 ERA. He has like a one eight eight X XFIP. 
he's legit right now. And it takes a lot from bench with Bubba listeners have, have grown to appreciate Shane Bieber over the time. So there's a lot to say with that. Um, he's striking out the world. He's averaging over 35 DK points per game. He's just nonstop good. He throws at least six innings in every game, seven or more in three or four games. He has three games with no earned runs and then a two and a three. In those games, we gave up runs. He gave up the long ball, but he has at least eight or more strikeouts in every game. And those strikeouts are clutch when getting you the DK points. How he's only 10-6 in Pittsburgh is mind-boggling to me. We saw Savali deal last night. We know Carrasco had a little trouble before. But for regular listeners of the show, I'm just going to repeat it to you yet again on how bad Pittsburgh is versus right-handed pitching. It just blows my mind. 24.4% K rate, 192 average, 109 ISO. These numbers went down after facing Savali last night. So it's just – and now you get Shane Bieber, likely the best pitcher in baseball, the AL Cy Young frontrunner. So 10-6, Bieber, don't overthink it. Just don't overthink it. A Kershaw at 10-2 is a nice play tonight in Seattle. I won't be going there. I'd rather pay up for, for Bieber or I'll pay down for Sonny Gray, 9500 bucks at the St. Louis Cardinals. Gray has been outstanding this year. Four of his five starts, he's got at least 28 points. Three of his five, at least 30 DraftKings points. He's got at least six innings and four of um, – Five starts, seven or more Ks in every start. I know I mentioned it time and time again, man, but if you're striking people out, you are way up on my to-do list when it comes to fantasy baseball and DraftKings because that just negates any little issue you have. Like even Garrett Cole gave up two solo shots last night, struck out plenty, got you close to like 25-plus DK points, maybe even more. I can't remember. I stopped paying attention after a while, but he was still very, very productive. So in cash games, very, very worth it. In GPPs, there's probably better angles to go to, to differentiate but we said in cash, you just play this because it's the floor you're looking for. That's where Bieber comes into play. That's where Sonny Gray comes into play against the St. Louis team that's going to start running out of steam eventually. Like they played, I think, what, five games against the Cubs here recently. Now they're flying to St. Louis. It's going to be a long run. We said it when it started, 52 games, I think, in 40 days, give or take. They're going to be tired. And I know they've had a smaller sample size because they missed about a week of baseball. But on the season, striking out 25.1% of the time versus right in the pitch with a 234 Bad and average at a 146 ISO, 308 Woba. They're average to below average in pretty much all categories versus right-handed pitching. Now you get Sonny Gray away from um, Great American Small Park, which he actually pitches better in than on the road. But a great matchup here. Good win at equity against this um, Cardinals team as uh, Wainwright's on the bump for the cards tonight. When you look at the team totals even on this game, you could really get a, get a, a, a sense of where this stands. Like the Pirates team total – was um, I just saw it a second. the Pirates team total is one and a half against Bieber, 1.5. That's crazy. And uh, when it comes to the Reds game, the Cardinals is two and a half. So you got a couple of really nice low totals in this matchup. So yeah, give me some Sunny Gray at 95. I think it's a phenomenal spot on this slate. If you want to drop down a little more, Jose Barrios, no thank you. If you want to stack Milwaukee and be sneaky, their, their offense is struggling, but they opened up yesterday and Barrios has been bad. But uh, Danellis and Lamette at eighty five hundred bucks. Uh, people are waiting for the other shoe to drop on this one, and I get it. He, uh, I, I wasn't a big Lamette fan. He's only got really two and a half pitches, is what I'll call it. But he's getting it done. He's got like eighteen or more points in four or five starts. He's got twenty five or more in three or five. He's thrown back to back games over six innings, um, seven or more Ks in four of five starts. So he's getting everything done. He's checking all the boxes. And now he goes up against um, the Texas Rangers, a team striking out twenty one percent of the time versus righties, the two eleven average and a 126 ISO, and only a 285 Woba. Like, they're really, really not getting it done first right-handed pitching. So um, I know Odor took Paddock deep yesterday, and then Gallo got one off the bullpen late. 
But uh, Paddock picks really well. I talked about it yesterday. I wasn't in love with Paddock. I could see it in a GVP. He paid off. I like Lamet. I like his strikeout upside. I like his ability to keep the ball on the ground. He's got like a – I wrote it up this morning. The free article Thursday's DraftKings picks is over at Rotoball. I wrote that up this morning. It's already out before this podcast even becomes available. And I wrote up Lamet on there and discussed his K rates like over 36% or something. And strike uh, ground ball rates 20-something percent. So he's getting almost 50 to 60% of his production, either via strikeout or ground ball, which I know it still leaves a lot of fly balls, but it's very, very strong and leads to a lot of positive outcomes for Mr. Denelson Lamette. So get on your Lamette at 85. Don't hate that at all. I think he's even cash game viable, but if you feel it's too risky, fine. But I think it's very, very cash game viable. Uh, when we're looking to punt tonight, we're dropping all the way down to Kevin Gossman, 6,500 bucks at home against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Gossman's been outstanding. He's really been good all season from a $6,500 production. In his last four appearances, 16 or more points in all four starts. You'll take that right now at $6,500. Like, sign me up. In his last two starts against Oakland and at the Dodgers, 22 or more points. Uh, he's gone at least five innings in three straight starts, which is big. He's given up three earned runs or less in every outing this year. And he's got six or more Ks in four straight starts. He's pitching great. His swinging strike rate is close to 15% on the year. His strikeout rate is over uh, 24% on the season. He's been electric, an absolute electric factory. And this Angels team is kind of a bugaboo, striking out almost 22% of the time versus right. He's hitting 244. A 212 ISO is not bad. 335 Woba is not bad. But there's a lot of holes out there. If you watch them yesterday against um, Cueto and company, they weren't as locked in as you would hope they'd be. So at $6,500, I think Gossman's very, very viable in this one as a punt play. No problem with that at all. I said we're stacking Baltimore and Boston. I'm going to stand by that. But if you want to differentiate tonight, I will say Nate Eovaldi at 5900 bucks is interesting. He's going to give up a ton of runs, but he's also going to strike guys out. That's the deal with him unless he gets pulled early. If he at least gets to go his five innings or more, he's gone five or more in every start this year, and he's got four or more Ks in four of those five, six or more in two at least. He's got you about 20 or more DraftKings points in two starts. That's why he's a GPP play. It's all or nothing with with, uh, with Eovaldi. Before he got blown up against the Yankees, it was three earned, four earned, two earned, one earned. So he's going to make you, you know, you're going to take your antacid medicine if you're playing Eovaldi. It's very, very stressful. But as much as we love Baltimore, you know, 22% K rate versus righties, 258 average, 183 ISO, 327 Woba. We prefer them versus left-handed pitching, but we love them against Eovaldi because he loves giving them the long ball. So keep that in mind. Eovaldi is an option. I prefer Gossman. So these are probably chalky arms tonight. I'm really not going to get cute. Like you could go Woodruff versus Minnesota if you want to get cute. Sure, you could do that. Kershaw is going to be lower owned than usual, so you could go to Kershaw. Um, I'll give you that much. But you know, like Wainwright against Cincinnati, not really going to go there. He's pitching well this year, but I like Cincinnati. Winker's too cheap. We'll get to him uh, since he's interesting. Manaya's broken. Kyle Gibson against the Padres. I can see the Padres getting a Gibson. As much as I'm a Gibson fan, it just ain't working. Alex Young. No, not against Oakland. Not going to happen. And you got Kikuchi, Trevor Williams, Jose Suarez, Wojciechowski. Not happening. So we're sticking our with it with it short and sweet. Bieber, every cash lineup you have, you play J, uh, Shane Bieber. In Fanduel, you can play Sonny Gray to save money. I give to you that. Not a problem. But uh, if you can do a Bieber-Gray cash lineup on DraftKings, all for it. If you want to mix Lamette in there, gotcha. If not, Gossman. So those four are my main, my main dogs tonight. But uh, – it's so simple, and people are like, yeah, I didn't need to listen to you to say Shane Bieber. I get it. You don't. You don't. But I'm just saying, don't be silly and just, like, fade him. If he gets shelled, so be it. I'll be on him again next time when they offer him for $11,000 because it's Shane Bieber and he's locked in. 
All right, let's check out the bats on this eight-game slate. Catcher's position, <laughs> Jason Castro's $4,700. Don't play him. I don't care what he does. I laughed at Maldonado yesterday. Maldonado went deep. So be it. Don't play Jason Castro at 47 Just please save yourself the money and don't do it. That's it. See, DraftKings pricing, just, that's why I love doing the show because you get to see some of the goofiest stuff out there. Like Chance Cisco at 37, I'm all about that life. He's been leading off three or four straight nights. Um, he's facing Evaldi. I have no problem with Cisco at 37, hopefully. As I was telling Mike Curlin yesterday on Twitter, when he goes deep, I start singing the thong song in my head. So go get him, Cisco. Uh, that's a good one at 37. And then, you know, short slate, catching iffy. Austin Dole had a big night last night. We'll see what his ownership is at 3,200 against Kershaw, but I'll probably pass on that one. And I'll try to save some money, like Tucker Barnhart versus Wayno at 27. Austin Barnes versus Kikuchi at 26 is another guy I take a look at. Um, and then there'll probably be stuff when lineups come out that open up some value as well. First base position, this is where it gets fun. You got like Matt Olson, lefty-lefty matchup. If you're stacking Oakland, sure. But Mitchie two bags, Mitch Moreland at 48 is a great play. He's absolutely been crushing it over his last 10 games. He was written up in the article at Roto Baller today. So go check out Mitchie two bags at 48. If you're stacking Cincinnati, Votto's 45, a little more expensive than I'd like for Votto, but a part of a stack, I'm cool with it. Uh, Shohei Otani at 43, good GPP type play uh, in his matchup versus Gossman. Renato Nunez, love me some Nuni at 42. If you're stacking up Baltimore, Nunez should be a part of your stack. Uh, Carlos Santana went deep again last night. He's on a heater. 4100 bucks for Trevor Williams. Good look for you there at Cleveland and L.A. will be your two popular ones for the most part tonight. Boston will as well. Um, Tommy Listella, he's first base, second base at 41. He is swinging it really, really well. So if you're stacking against Gossman or you just want a one-off and you're not using Gossman, Listella is an option at first base or second base, probably second base, but uh, either or. Dylan Moore at 39 versus Kershaw. If you're fading Kershaw, Moore is a play at 39, but don't force it. Eric Cosmer at 35, nice savings, nice cash game floor against Kyle Gibson. Really, really like that option as lefties have torched Gibson for the last at least four seasons. I wrote about that as well today, so go check that out. They've hit him very, very well. Uh, a few others down here. I don't think you need to really go below Hosmer. You can go Hosmer and above if you need to, but um, there's there's like a couple randos down here. But, yeah, I wouldn't even go. Kevin Cron, if he gets to start at 22 versus Manaya. That could be an ultimate point. He was 2K yesterday, DH'd for the D-backs. Um, Anaya's broken, gives up a ton of power to, to right-handed bats, so I got no problem going Kevin Cron at 22 if you so choose. Uh, second base position now gets a little more fun. Donovan Solano versus the lefty Suarez at 49. I wish he was cheaper because he doesn't have a ton of power. He'll, he'll hit a homer once in a while, but uh, that batting average is legit. If he was like 39, it'd be like a cash game lock. At 49, it's a little steep for Solano. The Giants are one of my sneakier stacks tonight against Suarez. And the rest of the Angels, that, that ballpark's playing very, very live, folks, very live. So uh, if you want to get real late or like the guys, I, they were tweeting me last night and everything. I say it every show, the, the late night hammer, just play like the Giants and the Padres and see what happens. It's so much fun. Uh, Moustakis at 48. It's good to have Moose back. He's a good spot there versus Wayno at 48. Hanser Alberto, if you're stacking Baltimore at 46. Yep. Uh, sliding on down some more Mitch Lestella. Cattell Marte is 4K. He's still in play tonight. He went up a little bit, but he got, you know, I said it was a good cash game, six points. Didn't light the world on fire, but uh, got the job done. The D-backs were just overly disappointing. And Lazardo pitched very well. I'm not going to take that away from Lazardo. But uh, the D-backs, they, they need to be better than that. So Marte at 4K, he, he's viable if you need to go there. We're like Wilmer Flores at 38 versus a lefty. We love Flores versus the lefty. He went deep yesterday. He's averaging eight points over his last 10. Still hitting 301 on the year with five Jimmy Jacks. He has eight or more DK points in three of his last four and four of his last six. Uh, 3800 bucks for Wilmer Flores. Near darn cash viable in this one. First base, second base eligible against the lefty Suarez. 
So something to definitely uh, keep on your radar in that one. I mentioned yesterday, if you want a GPP second baseman, Odor versus uh, Paddock for a home run, and he went deep, that made me chuckle a little bit because I know you had to have massive stones to do it, but it's funny when it actually works. Um, if you're looking for punts, though, you got the likes of um, Shed Long. You can. He's kind of slowed down quite a bit. But Chad Pender at 27 versus Alex Young. We love Pender versus lefties. And then Jake Cronenworth only 25 versus Gibson. He's still hitting the ball well, not getting the DK love. He had 13 more points last night. He has 11 or more points in three straight games. I wrote it up today that uh, Cronenworth is your cash game punt at second base. He's first base, second base eligible, so you can play him either or for cash. And he's got GPP upside, and he should be a part of your San Diego stacks. Cronenworth at 25 is just too cheap on this slate. This is why you can do, especially in cash, you can go Bieber and um, Gray in cash because you just had Hosmer and Cronenworth for a combined $6,000 if you really wanted to. And you could use, or you could do Cronenworth and um, Flores or stuff like that. Or you could do Moreland and Cronenworth or Santana and Cronenworth. Like there's so many ways to do it and still save cash in cash game plays. You don't have to um, stack. You don't have to do all kinds of goofy stuff. Look for the floor of the players. We talk about it in the, the fantasy CDG and Slack chat is free. We talk about it all the time. So come and join us there. Uh, third base, Rafael Devers at 54 is worth paying up for tonight. He is in Fuego right now. He's at se- uh, 17 or more points the last two games. He's uh, homeward last night, back-to-back three-hit games. He's hit safe like in uh, seven or seven of his last nine or something. Really starting to heat up, which is good to see. And then Wojciechowski, the lefties take Wojciechowski to pound town. So Devers at 54, I like a lot, especially in hitter-friendly Camden. Really a good look there. Uh, J-Ram had a decent night last night. He's up to 53. I'd rather pay for Devers, especially the ballpark factor. But uh, both in play, especially if you're stacking Cleveland, you're going to want J-Ram. I get that. Uh, Jay Turner versus Kikuchi at 49 is not bad. I'd rather save a hundo and go to Moose at that point or save two hundo and go to Matt Chapman against the lefty Young at 47. That's on the, the, the docket as well. If you're stacking San Diego, I mentioned this a lot. Like you Obviously, you want the lefties versus Gibson. We talked about that. The Hosmers, the Grishams, who's too cheap, we'll talk about. The Cronenworths. You obviously want Tatis pretty much anytime you can, even if you're not stacking San Diego. Machado's a guy that always gets forgotten about. So just remember that. He's 45 hundo. Obviously, those other guys match up better versus Gibson, but Machado's always forgotten about. He's still in the middle of that San Diego lineup. That's how you can differentiate on the chalk from time to time if you go that direction. Going below 4K, though, you got Kyle Seager does hit lefties well. It is Kershaw, so be careful, but it's interesting. Riley Ruiz, always kind of the forgotten guy in Baltimore, not as consistent as the Nunez, Alberto, Santanders of the world, but uh, 37 hundo if you're going like a deep Baltimore stack. He's there. If you're fading Sonny Gray, Matt Carpenter, I watched a few of his at-bats the last few games. He was stroking it in Chicago. I started getting flashbacks like, is this for real or is this just because he had like two weeks off and he's still fresh? What are we getting from Matty Carp? But uh, he's uh, hit safely in three straight in Chicago there. Since the return, he's hit safely in all but one game, it looks like, maybe two games, uh, double digits in a handful of games. 3,600, he could do worse. Not a must-play by any means, but he could do worse than Matty Carp in that situation. But I love Sonny Gray, so be careful there. And then uh, Luis Urias is actually hitting it well. He's third-base shortstop for Milwaukee. Um, he's uh, 25 hundo versus Barrios if you need an uber punt. Not running to play it, but he's an uber punt. And Andy Young versus uh, Manaya also for Arizona. Probably not going to be using those two punts. There's other punts I like, but they're there if you so choose. Uh, shortstop, Bogarts, Lindor, Tatis, Seager, Simeon. All phenomenal plays. All should be a part of your stacks. If you're doing a one-off, it's obviously Tatis. And then I go Bogart second. That's how I'd rank those out. 
but all of those are phenomenal plays with your stacks. Not a lot of analysis needed on those ones. All great matchups, all high-priced, all phenomenal spots. Don't really need to go there. Simeon would be the most unique out of the group. I'll say that much. He's the cheapest, most unique, and the A's do get Alex Young. So you could go that direction. But then it just drops off rapidly. From up top, you know, like Polanco's okay versus Woodruff, but I'd rather just pay a few hundred more for Simeon in that situation. And then you just drop and drop and drop. And you go to guys like Brandon Crawford, who's actually been hitting it well the last four or five games. He's 3,400. You got guys like Mauricio Dubon versus Suarez at 32. That could be intriguing for you. Freddie Galvis at 31. But the punt here, if you're not paying up at shortstop, I'm pretty much going straight to Nick Ahmed at $3,000, who is on fire over the last two weeks of baseball. And he's just um, you know double-digit points in six of his last 10 games. He's hit safely in nine of his last 10. But if you go over like the last two to three weeks, he's he's just crushing it. Plus, he's barely striking out, walking a ton. He's filling the stat sheets all over the place. He's $3,000 against Manaya. Nick Ahmed, the forgotten man in Arizona, is definitely a guy to put on your radar as another punt this evening. And we head to the outfield. You don't need to tell me, have me tell you to, to play Trout, to play Betts. That's simple. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Yaz against Suarez is sneaky GPP play at 53. Lefty, lefty, don't care. Yaz is on fire. Uh, Yellick went deep again yesterday. He's a good GPP versus Barrios at 51 because people still love Barrios for some reason. Can't wrap my head around it, but they do. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Castellanos, uh, not bad if you watch that debacle and just just garbage from from the Reds, former Reds announcer. That's what I'll call him. Um, and he tried to apologize in such a chicken-ass way. I loved watching Castellanos hit a bomb that he had to call in the middle of his apology in a D-bag. Um, I hope he never gets a job again, but that's just me. Um, so Castellanos at 4900 bucks is a very, very strong GPP play as well. You got Loriano versus Young at 45 That's a little cheap for uh, Loriano, but the reason I haven't paid up a ton at, at – usually, usually, I won't say I don't. Usually I'll take about one outfielder. It's usually Soto or Trout or Harper. That's where I've been going lately because they've just been the best. Cruz is there as well, but those have been the guys. If I pay up for outfield – that's where I've gone. You don't always have to, though, because you get down to the like mid to low 4Ks and, and everything keep going down, and it's juicy. You still have Anthony Santander at 4300 bucks, who's just a double-digit machine after game after game after game after game, and he's got like seven bombs over his last two weeks. Like He's just everything he can do right, he does do right. So Santander at 43 is a just great play. We mentioned Otani earlier. He's interesting. You got Reyes, uh, Fran Mill, and a GPP. I get it. I'd rather have Santander. But Fran Mill's in play free as well. As you drop down some more, you got Starling Marte at 4K versus Manaya. Yeah, Marte let us down last night, but the price is just too good. It's a great price again tonight against Manaya, hitting third in that order. It's just Arizona needs to get their offense going. It's plain and simple. But Marte at 4K, very good as well. Mentioned Dylan Moore in a GPP. Um, but like Dwight Smith Jr., if you're really stacking Baltimore at 38, you could go that direction. Not a must. Jackie Bradley Jr. at 38, if you want to get real weird with Boston, that's in play. Um, but you keep dropping down more. Mark Connor went deep yesterday. He's 37 versus Young. Good power versus lefties. He's worth the gamble for you. Kyle Lewis in a GPP. Stephen Piscotti versus Alex Young at 36 is also some value. So, again, savings, savings, savings. Still haven't got to the best one yet. Hold, Don't hold your breath. We're getting there. Will Myers at 35 if you want to get real weird with your San Diego. Don't hate it. Robbie Grossman's back down to 3,400. So jump back on that as he just he continues to produce. Last night, he put up another 13 draftings. He's averaging 13.6 over his last 10, and his price just stays oh so cheap. So Grossman at 34 is great, and then here it is. <sighs> Jesse Winker's 3400 bucks, folks, against Adam Wainwright, who gets pounded by lefties. 
So play play Winker in cash. Like I think I wrote it up in the article. Santander and Winker, they don't have to be, but at least one should be in your cash lineup. If not both, should be in your cash lineup. And you can put Grossman with them. There's your outfield. Now you can pay up for all. Like this is how you can pay up for pitching pretty easy because you got all these floors built in, and then you can take a couple big guys like a Devers or something throughout there. And you're, you're you're singing in the rain. It's absolutely beautiful. Another another cheapie that can play for you. Uh, um, Austin Slater will be leading off most likely against the lefty Suarez. Slater went deep last night. He's thirty two hundred. He's very live on this one. Brian Goodwin at thirty two is a punt. I'd rather have Slater than Goodwin, but both in play. And then Trent Grisham at thirty one leading off for San Diego. Another lefty first Gibson. There's going to be more value down there. I don't need to read you anymore though, because between Grisham and Slater and um, Winker and Grossman and all of them, like you're you're good, you're good. All right, recapping the pitching, placing Jane Bieber. Then you have Sonny Gray, Lamette, Gossman. If you want to get really really different, you could go to Nate Eovaldi, but we pass on this show. When you're stacking things up, though, Cleveland versus Pittsburgh, obviously really good spot. Lefties for Trevor Williams is where you want to go. Santana is feeling it right now. They're pricey though, so keep that in mind. Milwaukee versus Minnesota could be very unique because Barrios is pretty broken. Uh, ESG doesn't have it right now. So Milwaukee's bats have been super inconsistent right now. Could be a get-right spot if you want to get super unique in a GPP. Uh, Dodgers versus Kikuchi. Kikuchi, yeah, you can go that direction if you so choose. But uh, Boston-Baltimore game stacking that one, preferably the Baltimore side versus Nate Eovaldi. But uh, to be unique, everyone's going to be on Boston, and for good reason because Wojciechowski is getting destroyed by left-handed pitching. It's in Camden Yards, both sides of that table. Very strong play there. Um, Texas-San Diego. San Diego, I could see going against uh, Kyle Gibson big time, especially the left side of the plate. Uh, Cincinnati-St. Louis, you could go Reds versus Wayno, not my stronger stacks of the night, but you could do that. Arizona-Oakland, both pitchers aren't that good, so that could be a sneaky one tonight. And then the Giants for Suarez is sneaky as well. But the main one, Boston-Baltimore game, focusing on that. And then you can kind of sprinkle in your Cleveland, sprinkle in your uh, Arizona-Oakland, and then the Giants late-night hammer. It's kind of where I'm going on this one. But that'll wrap us up. Quick gets in the books. Eight games slate on a Thursday. You can find me on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you give a rate and review on, on iTunes for MLB DFS Quick Gets, I would appreciate it. It's on all your listening platforms. Also, you can watch the video on my Twitter every day via Periscope or go check it out on the Periscope account. Or go to Rotoballer's YouTube page and check it out there every day with all the other great content over at rotoballer.com. If you want to become a premium member to get in the premium Slack chat and all the great tools they have there, use promo code Bubba for 10% off the package of your choice. Also, if you want to get in the free Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat where more and more people keep joining because it's so much fun over there covering all kinds of sports, just send me your email. I'll get you on in there. But I hope everybody has a great Thursday. We're one day closer to the weekend. Stay safe out there. It is wild times in 2020. But I'll be back with you tomorrow. This was MLB DFS Quickets, your Thursday, August 20th edition. I'm out. 